previously on the Loyal Littles podcast. There was something. And there was some I, some food, food item or food. creamy was better. Oh, I remember now. What? Buckeye balls. What? It was the Buckeye balls. You don't remember what Buckeye balls are? No. Uh, Tony. <laughs> Roop. <laughs> Give Roxy an email this time, will you? Send her a box of that. Send, oh, oh, or better. <laughs> Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast. On the WTFC Podcast Network. Hey, Roxy. Hey, Chuck. Hey, Littles. Or should we say the What Now, Sully podcast? What now, Sully? Let's jump right into it. Let's do it. What now, Sully? 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 Okay, you know it's got to be good, Roxy, if we're starting with the top with this. And this is all it says. What now, Sully? This now. Love Sully. <laughs> Dearly beloved, we gather here to share Friday Fight. Choxy tried, but it's gonna stop the third rate jingle of Lollipop on the yellow pond where we celebrate flip flops. This little town of Boston, I raise my glass, bet your ass to La Cheeserie. La Cheeserie. La Cheeserie. Dreams of affirmation, bush cookies, sending beer through the mail. The need to ask fun, dumb questions to raining right in your brain. Going berserk, rhyming orange to loving over, not under. Who cares? It's peanut butter. Claire's a name you shouldn't mutter. Never Sam Adams, never a bear. Not to mention, of course, the Animaniacs. To riding your bike at night while wearing white To TKE, to Rocco's Warriors, to Paisy Bay To Jingle Fest, to the Summer of Littles To any haiku by Shad To being a big for once Instead of a little La Cheeserie FIFA La Cheeserie all right, Roxy, what do you think about that? Wow. Bravo. Wow. So, bravo. One of my favorite lines in that is, to loving over, not under, who cares? It's peanut butter. <laughs> I mean, that's brilliance. That's brilliance. <laughs> I, I do have to be honest. All I can hear now is, instead of La Cheeserie, all I hear is the Friday Five. I don't know how we didn't come up with that. But Sully from Boston. Pretty good. That's Oh, that's Roxy said it's pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> pretty good effort. Good effort, Sully. <laughs> Nice try. <laughs> anyway, we've got so much to get into, Roxy. We're going to start out with a quick shout out, if I may. Okay. The Ichabod Crane Riders. Oh, yeah. Basketball team. <laughs> men's basketball team. Uh-huh. Ichabod Crane. My high school. State champs. Yep. Class B state champs. New York. 
Now, what does class B mean? I have no idea. I'm assuming there's a class A. Is there a, a. class A? I'm assuming. Do they play each other? You know, I almost wanted to ask someone, but I have no idea. I don't think they do. I think it has to do with how many students are in the school. Gotcha. You know, like so how So like big. Broadway, Off-Broadway kind of. Yeah. So they just don't mix. Yeah, I yeah, guess not. That makes because, sense. You know, it wouldn't be fair, I, I guess. I mean, that's, that's a great achievement. Yeah. They won the state championships over the weekend uh, by one point. Wow. Close game. Yeah, so congratulations. Shout out to the Ichabod Crane Riders from Valacia, New York. Wow. So good for them. Now let's get into more basketball. NCAA tournament. Now we don't really... Now, Roxy, congrats. Wait, first of all, Roxy, congratulations. I think you probably were the only person. You know, the the best part about us growing so big is that... That's that's great. she said? Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, it's seriously, it was like, I can't keep up with the bracket. There's no way. There's so many brackets this year. Last year, I could kind of like fumble through them a little bit and see who had what. Oh, for... there's, Boy Littles, we're, yeah. We're almost up to 200 brackets. There's no way I can do that this Wait, year. Wait, we have almost 200 back- yeah. brackets? Yeah, I forget what the official number was, but yeah, tons. Holy cow. So that's great. We're thrilled about that. Yeah. The problem is now, I can't say this for sure, but you must have been one of the only people in our bracket challenge that had Kentucky going out in the first round. Honestly, I forgot who I picked, so... <laughs> yeah, you had Kentucky going out, but you also did have Connecticut going to the championship, and they also went out in the first round. But Roxy had a great first day. Had a great first day, had a terrible second day, and a sort of mediocre third day. Yeah, so you're not really high up there That's anymore. That's all the days we've got so far, right? Well, there's four days. Well, there's four days. There were four days. Yeah. So we are down to our sweet 16. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not going to get into yeah, the X's and O's and any of that, who's in, who's out, and stuff. Because I don't even remember. Right, but we did have, we wanted to give you the updates on our bracket challenge so these are current we're going to just do like top five and i think there's a couple they're tied for second something like that mm-hmm. i don't know i have no idea who this is the name our leader is it's espn fan and then there's a bunch of numbers after it so cool. we have, i have no idea who that is they are in first place then we have go pokes with a bunch of numbers after it that's they're in second we have uncool uncle brian <laughs> And like I said, these might be tied for second or third. They're all in like, I'm just going the top five. And then we have Docta's Doomed Picks 2-2. Okay. And then rounding up the top five is Shad in D.C. Hey. Shad from D.C., excuse me. Hey, Shad. Yeah. So those are our top five right now. I mean, that'll obviously change. Yep. But more importantly, Roxy, we also, after last year, we decided to do this again. We are multiple prizes. We have lots of prizes. Lots of garbage in the closet to give away. <laughs> Roxy wants to do some spring cleaning here. Oh, so, yeah. So we've got, we've got some stuff to give away. Some of it's good, some of it's great, some of it's mediocre. So you're going to get what you get. But we are doing this favorite name. You get what you get and you don't get upset. Or you get what you get and you don't throw a fit. Or you get what you get and you put it on your local buy nothing group and give it away. Anyway. Now these are in no particular order. These are our sweet 16 bracket names. Okay. Okay, so we're narrowing it down to 16. Then we'll do eight next week. Yep. And then, you know, we'll do our final four. Let's, just like we did last year. All right. These are in no particular order. We have, these are two of my, actually, we're just starting. No particular order. Use the code. Mm -hmm. That's one. Two, used the code. I like it. See what they did there? I like it. I love it. Okay. Then we have nine, eight upsets for everyone. Then we have what? No Binghamton. (laughs) And then we have, these were the clever ones, I think. Tootie. Did I say that right? No. Oh, Tootie. Tootie. Tootie the turtle. Okay. And then we have Tootie the turtle rules. Oh, okay. Very clever. Then we have Vote for Cinders. Aw. Then we have Chessie's Frisbee. Oh, that's cute. Okay. I like that one. All right. So that's eight. So Roxy's going to finish out our 16. All right. We got West Coast Bias. Yeah, I like that. The Tuna Melts. Ah. Here's one for you. Cold Cheese Pizza. 
Pixar. Uh, Pixza. Za. Like pizza and picks. Yeah. And then I like this one. Final Fertile. Fertile. Oh, oh that was Final Fur. Fi- wait, I can't no, even Final say. Fordle. Final Fordle. Fordle. Right now, how they how they got the actual green bricks? Oh yeah, that was amazing. Yeah, in that line. That yeah, was yeah, awesome. that, was, that was clever. We've got shut the front door. <laughs> <laughs> Out of here on this. It's Purdue, not Perdone. Ah, clever. Yeah, and not an upset. Okay. Those are our sixteen. All right. Now we also had some. We had some honorable mentions at the yeah. end that just missed the cut. We had a couple doubles this year. We, we had did. people with the same name. Yeah. What was the one? Uh, always over. Always over. There was a bunch of people that had always uh-huh. over. And then what were some of the other ones at the bottom? Yard and rope stick. Yeah. And bringing up the rear. Bringing up the rear. Yeah. There's some That's clever cute. ones. Yeah. 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 So anyway, those are our sixteen. The ones we read first. Those are our yep. f- sweet sixteen finalists for our best name, favorite name, whatever you want. And like we said. We're, we're, it won't just be Chuck and Roxy here. We're going to get our other co-hosts in on it and yep, vote. Same as last yeah, year. Yeah, same as last year. So it's not on us if yep. you don't win. That's, yep. <laughs> that's the real reason. We don't want to, you know, get in trouble. Okay, before we go any further, Roxy, I thought it'd be fun to do some of these on this day in history. Ooh. Now, I don't think these are, these are chronologically. I can try. But on March 22nd, 1933, President FDR signs the Beer and Wine Revenue Act. Ooh. Yeah. Finally legalizes sales of beer and wine. Nice. In 1934, on this date, the first Masters golf tournament began. Oh. Yep. Cool. A lot, a lot of golf fans out there. Yep. So we thought we'd throw that one in there. More importantly, first women's college basketball game played on this day in 1893. Whoa. Yep. Cool. And it was played at Smith College in Northampton, Massachusetts, mm-hmm. with each basket counting as one point and the game lasting two 15-minute halves. Wow. All right. And then in 1894, first Stanley Cup championship ever was played. Nice. It was played in Montreal, Canada, and the Stanley Cup has since become one of the most cherished and recognized trophies in sports. Hmm. Absolutely. Yep. Okay, let's quickly get to some of these other emails. We heard from Mo Werner. Hey, Mo. He says, TK's little house is not so little. (laughs) Knew it. He's confirming that for us. Knew it. I knew he could do that for us. All right, then we heard from Tony Beeson. And he says, hello, Chuck and Roxy. When I went to Nashville, I stayed at the Hampton Inn outside of town. One of the things that struck me was the unusual toilet paper roll and your eternal question of over versus under. I Chuck Todded it for fun. Okay, now he sent in pictures to this. <laughs> now, this is one of those rolls that's, I can't really tell. It's like... Is it standing up? It's kind of on an angle. It's hard to explain, but... Oh, I've seen those. Yeah, so this is really tricky. So he did reverse it. So I guess if the, if the toilet paper is coming straight out of the wall... Yep. Okay? Mm-hmm. What constitutes over and under? I mean, I'm going to go with, I. in that sense, I want it furthest in front of me. Yeah, you don't want it to look like a mullet. Does no, 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 no. Sideways. Like you're, you're, you're sitting oh, here and it's shooting oh, out. Oh, I see. Like so in most like this public like restroom this? stalls. Yes. Yeah, yes. Exactly. Okay, so. So my assumption would be if it's coming around over towards you. That's over? And you're pulling it from the basically from the front that's over. If it's rolling See, away would, from you, I would think the opposite. It's kind of the same as if it was facing sideways. No. Yes. No, I disagree. I I'm the other way. Littles, I'm using my hand I know, to she's motion like, this right now. I like, wish you can. This see is the it. one time we should be <laughs> doing this on YouTube. But thank you, Tony, for those. I mean, now this is going to bring up a whole new debate. I think yeah. in our household yeah. here. Yeah. I think if it's going out away from you, that's over. Like you're going over. 
Oh, and if it's coming back you're at you, pulling it from. I also down feel like below. it depends how close it is to you and where proximity. I mean, obviously, if it's a little further away from you, you're gonna want it coming towards you. Anyway, let's let's move on. <laughs> this is too much. Thank you for that, Tony. <laughs> and he did say he stayed at the Hampton Inn. Well, how's this for a segue? We heard from our good friend Hampton Nager. Love it. Haven't heard from him in a while, and he called in. Yeah, just, just called in. Yep. Hello, guys. It's Hampton, and I wanted to weigh in on whether you put cheese on a tuna fish sandwich or not. I am shocked, shocked that you have never had a tuna melt before. I mean, what is tuna melt but tuna fish with cheese on it? I like Munster for that, but provolone, I'm sure, would work great, too. Hope you get to try one soon. They're delicious. So thank you, Hampton, for that. Always nice to hear from an old yeah. friend. It's been a while. It's been a while. We need to get him on for five mediocre minutes, too, at some point. I was just thinking that, yep. Yeah. All right, Roxy, I have one more email, but I'm actually saving that one for last. So we're going to skip to the segment, co-hosts who didn't get on the show that wants to be heard. Great. All right, Chuck and Roxy, I feel the need to defend myself regarding the trivia note I shared about Cliff Mapes. I am glad Sully from Boston weighed in. I knew that mantle originally wore number six. In fact, I was going to post this picture from 1951 showing Mapes number seven greeting a young Mickey Mantle at the plate. In the interest of brevity, I did not share those details on the podcast. Similarly, I did not go into the full details of Babe Ruth's number three. It is interesting that the Yankees, who were one of the first baseball teams to wear uniform numbers, were also the first team to retire a number, Lou Gehrig's number four in 1939. Interesting that it took so long to retire Ruth's. Bobby Brown, who Sully mentioned was reassigned number six that was destined for Mantle, is a fascinating story himself. A graduate of Stanford, he enlisted in the Navy during World War II and then graduated from Tulane Medical School. He joined the Yankees in 1946 at age 21. He later served in the Army Medical Corps during the Korean War and rejoined the Yankees in 1951, helping them to another World Series championship. In fact, he played in four World Series, and his career series batting average was 439. After retiring as a player, Brown went on to perhaps greater success as a cardiologist and then capped off his baseball career as president of the American League from 1984 to 1994. I had the pleasure of working with him when he was league president. When I first met him, I greeted him by saying, nice to meet you, Dr. Brown. He quickly shook my hand and said, just call me Bobby. He died last year at the age of 96, the last surviving member of the 1947 World Series champs. He was one of the most accomplished and nicest people I've ever known. This is from Ritz. Yeah, obviously. I mean, he's the only one that could write something like that. So eloquent. Yeah. And yeah. I, f- I feel like there should be an Eat It Sully like at the a, end of that. This is like I don't a history know. lesson I mean, for me. Littles, trivia team, get him on it. That's all I'm yeah. going to say. Get yeah. him on your trivia team. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to end with this, Roxy. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's from somebody named Paul. That's all it says. Did I hear Roxy right when she said she overheard you talking to Tiny Chuck on the phone? Talk about lurking to the next level. I do believe I actually went back and checked the tape. Now, in Roxy's defense, we live in a one-bedroom apartment, and Chuck is loud. Yeah. Okay. But I do think you might have been just listening in a little bit. Wasn't I getting ready in my little vanity? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So, fair enough. I was fair right enough. there. But How could I funny. not hear? That's true. That's true. Anyway, I like that the listeners are, are I know. tuning into that, though. You just casually said, yeah, I overheard you talking to <laughs> Tiny Chuck today. Yeah, I snoop a little bit. Well, like I said, I'm really loud. So anyway, all right, Roxy, <laughs> we're really excited. Meet the yeah, littles. Yeah, let's do it. This let's was so get much fun. It. 
Let's get out of here. We'll be right back with Meet the Littles. Listen up, you guys. This is Ed Butt, formerly of the South Side of Chicago. He's listening to Chuck and Roxy on the WTFC Podcast Network. They live in New York, you know, up there by Central Park. God, Sean Morrissey could do that so much better. This is the stick grip and the frog-free eyewear read. Just kind of kidding. We don't really have a read. We were never given a read for this, but we just wanted to make sure well, you not remember. not yet. Not yet. But we wanted to make sure for all your stick grip needs, and we and this thing, we I checked it out, Roxy. It has everything. Yeah. It's stickgrip.com. They do golf clubs. They do hockey sticks. They do mm-hmm. lacrosse sticks. They do baseball bats, obviously. Rackets. Rackets. Uh-huh. They do everything. And then, you know that pesky problem when you wear your mask and you have eyeglasses? And, and they, they fog, fog up. up. You well, can't see anything. They've got you covered over at fogfreeeyewear.com. Head over there. Head over to stickgrip.com. And remember, use our code LLPOD and you get 10% off. Don't forget to use the code, people. Use it. loyal littles this artist will hopefully sound familiar to you because he's been played on the big show quite a bit actually and it's always fun when we get to play a loyal little on our podcast and this song is called long way home and it is by tim wildsmith now like i said tim's been played on the big show quite a bit he was also a guest artist earlier this month at jingle fest or jingle trek as the kids say because he is actually from nashville tennessee Now, if you like what you hear, which hopefully you do, he's going to tell you how to get in touch with him because please welcome to the podcast, Tim Wildsmith. Hey, Tim, how's it going? I'm doing well. How are you guys? We're great. great. Now, this is fantastic. Now, obviously, us all being artists, we were going crazy off air here. And I'll try not to fanboy too much, but you've got some great stories to tell. We know for a fact. We've seen the pictures. We've heard some stories. You were at Jingle Trek, so we're excited. Take a quick second. Introduce yourself to all the loyal littles out there. All right, my name is Tim Wildsmith. I am a little in Nashville, Tennessee. I think I'm now I'm a millennial little. I think I'm technically an elder millennial. <laughs> yeah. And, which is kind of sad to me. I turned 40 this year. I'm going to turn 40 this year. Be a man. Um, but I live in Nashville and I claim Omaha, Nebraska as my kind of hometown. I was born in Atlanta, but I'm, I lived in Omaha a bunch when I was a kid. My dad was in the corporate world and so Omaha was kind of home base, but I moved to Nashville to go to college at Belmont University and study music business. So I got a degree focused on the music industry and that's when I became a musician and started playing music a lot and went back to Omaha for a few years and made some albums and I worked at a guitar store and I worked as a barista while I made music for uh, several years. And I discovered uh, Tony's show while I was one of my part time jobs was working at PayPal. PayPal had an office in Omaha and I was sitting at a desk and I had one of those radio apps open and I discovered the show randomly. This was probably 2009, 2010. So I was definitely a loyal little there for a couple of years. 
And then I became a not so loyal little when I moved back to Nashville and kind of got away from it. But then when the podcast era started, I became a loyal little again and started listening all the time. And back in 2017, I think, I sent in a song, an original song, and they played it on the show. And I wrote an email about it was back when Dusty Baker was managing the Nationals. And I had a song called Everything Is Not Okay. And I made a joke in my email about how the song was written because of how Dusty Baker managed the Nationals, and Tony started laughing really hard, <laughs> and th- that made me made me very happy. So I've sent in a bunch of songs over the last few years, original music, and I've had several friends who have had their David Aldridge moment with me hearing my name come out of Tony's mouth and then them playing my songs. And then a couple years ago, I wrote a, a mailbag jingle, a version of Gary's song. That's like a sad singer-songwriter version of the mailbag yes. jingle that's been played a lot a over lot. the last couple of years. Yeah. So, yeah. So now we're kind of having our David Alters moment, I guess you would say. <laughs> no, this is so great, and because that's where the, most of the littles. Well, first of all, thank you for letting us play one of your songs as well on our podcast. Yeah. Because we, you know, we were straight up with you. We we're like, look, it's not going to get as many listens as Tony's show, but we just love to get your stuff out there. We yeah, love promoting independent artists, and yeah. we love yeah, your stuff. I love it. I mean, yeah, it's so great. So we'll plug all that at the end for sure. So, well, why don't you go into that a little bit? I mean, what was that like for you? Now, have you had your stuff played on the radio before at all or anything like that? Or Yeah, so back in like the mid-2000s, late 2000s, like 2007 to 2010, I was living in Omaha, Nebraska, and I joke around that I was Omaha famous for a few years because <laughs> I was a singer-songwriter based in Omaha, and I would play shows in town and around the Midwest, and I would sell some tickets to shows, and I, and I had some local radio stations that played my music on the air. I was like in the rotation for a couple places, and I was a regular guest on a like morning uh, radio show that was really popular in Omaha. Pat and JT, they're still doing it now in a podcast world, of course. And so I had had that a lot, but then honestly, I transitioned kind of about 2014 after being I came back to Nashville to get married my wife Becca and I reconnected we met at Belmont when we were college students then we reconnected and we got married in 2012 and I was working in the music industry when I moved back like I was on the road with bands as like the tour manager and the merch guy and the guitar tech and stuff like that and then I got an opportunity my whole life I'd been I was part of being a musician I'd been playing music in churches and so I got like an opportunity to work at a church full-time and kind of move into a ministry career and so it, it had been by the time Tony started playing my songs on his podcast in like 2017 2018 i had almost kind of downshifted from music as a full-time thing for several years so it was really fun and it's actually inspired me to spend some more time with music in the last couple of years and i'm recording music again right now i'm getting ready to release some new stuff here in the next few months for the first time in a long time so yeah it, it was always exciting and i'm a big fan of the show so anytime i hear tony always says my name for some reason when he says the name wildsmith he says it with like a little extra goose. It's always like Wildsmith. You know, he like really gets into it. And so I love hearing Tony say my name. <laughs> um, I don't know if that sounds weird. He's always really excited about it. And so, yeah, it's always fun. It's always fun to hear my stuff on the show. That's incredible. Now you snuck it in there. Okay. No, we were talking off air and I don't even remember how it came up, but it came out of nowhere. Because I don't know, for some reason, because like I said, I think you're this god of the Tony Kornheiser. You have a jingle, you have you get your songs played all the time and all this stuff. And all of a sudden you said to it, how did it come up, Roxy? Do you remember? You, I think I said, I'm really doing. not a musician. I'm, yeah. I'm a pastor. Yeah, yes, he goes, exactly, I'm not a musician. I'm a pastor. Yeah. I was like, wait, what? Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, we just had another little about four or five yeah. episodes ago. Same thing happened. Uh-huh. We were like, wait, what? You're a pastor? Yeah, yeah. So this is so, it, can you go into that? 
So, well, in the world that I grew up in, when I was a kid, you would go to church and there was like an organ and a choir. And then like in the 90s, it became like these worship praise teams. So there was a vocal group across the front. And then like, you know, 15, 20 years ago, probably 20 years ago, it was like all of a sudden there was a guy with a guitar on stage. And I was in as as a college student, I was writing songs, but I also had this plug into church. And so I started being the guy with the guitar on stage like a long time ago. And so throughout my entire music career, I always had a, a local church that I was plugged into where I was part of their worship team on Sunday mornings and I was leading the music. And, and so that was something that I had done for a long time. It's always been a part of my life. And then it was in 2014, I was doing that at a church. I was hanging out, playing music, helping the church with their music. And they said, hey, we need a youth pastor right now to hang out with middle school and high school students. And I was like, I don't think that I like I was thinking about myself. I was like, I don't think that I'm wise enough or mature enough to like, you know, be a youth pastor. I'm a musician. <laughs> right. And they were like, well, we'll pay you. And I was like, great. So <laughs> so I, I ended up getting into youth ministry in 2014 and really loved it. I decided to go to seminary a couple of years later. And so I got a seminary degree. And now I'm actually recently took a job and I'm one of the campus pastors at Belmont University where I went to undergrad. So I'm on staff at Belmont in the campus ministries. Holy cow. So it's like total full circle. Absolutely. Now, Roxy's looking something up for me because... Reverend Tim Tom. Reverend Tim Tom. Do you know Reverend Tim Tom? (laughs) Reverend Tim Tom. That doesn't sound familiar. (laughs) It was a character on The Middle. On The Middle. Do you ever watch The Middle? Oh, yeah. The Middle was like Brian Cranston. Yes. Yeah. Freddie and... Yeah. Oh, wait. Not Brian No, no, no. That was Malcolm in The Middle. Oh. um, That was Malcolm in The Middle. Yeah. No, no. I was talking about The Middle. That's... um, You know who else was Pastor Tim? No. The guy in The Americans. Oh, see, we didn't watch Americans mm. as much well, as I Well, that's Tony's favorite show. Yes. So yeah. this might be bearing the lead, but I did make a pilgrimage to Chatter back in 2018. You know, and Roxy, as I, was, I, I love it I, when, a, when a guest just goes in the direction we're going. So continue, <laughs> please. This is great. This is exactly where we're going next. Okay, so this is pretty great. So A, I told my wife, this was literally four years ago. It was March of 2018. And I told my wife, hey, I, was, I, saw, I said, let's go to take a trip to D.C. We've never done D.C. together. We come up to your neck of the woods, go to New York like almost once a year. Uh-huh. That's like our place we love to visit. But I was like, let's go to D.C. And I was like, tell her we can do this and we can go see. We went to the National Portrait Gallery to see those Obama portraits, yeah. you know. And I we're, love where we're gonna this do is all going, this stuff. by the way. So I sold her on this whole trip and like we're going to have this really fun <laughs> trip to D.C. And the only reason why I really wanted to go was because I wanted to go to Chatter. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so you're still so married, though, right? figured that out. We're, we're still married. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay, good, good, good. She, she, she went with me. We got on the red line. We rode out to Chatter. I sent a song to Nigel that I wrote called Long Way Home. And Mr. Tony read the email and said, Mr. Tony, I sent this song from Long Way Home uh, called Long Way Home because I am a long way home because I'm right here at Chatter. And so we watched the show from Chatter. And then afterwards, Tony came down to take pictures with everybody. And I had brought a copy of uh, one of his books, Pumping Irony, to have him sign. And he kind of set it to the side. He goes, let's save that for a minute. So we took a picture. And then after it was all over, he's like, come over here. So we started chatting and he was writing in my book. And he's like, so are you a full-time musician? I said, actually, I'm a youth pastor. And he looked up at me and the character in The Americans was the youth pastor. And his name was Tim. And he goes, you're Pastor Tim. <laughs> and I just started cracking up. And he loved that. Like Tony loved the fact that I was a youth pastor named Tim. And then we started talking about The Americans. And, mm-hmm. and so he and I got to chat a little bit. And we made that connection about... The fact that I wasn't actually a real full-time musician anymore, but I was actually a, a pastor. Okay, but let's go back to your wife for a second. Now, she okay. must have thought that was really cool, though. 
right? You go all the way to DC, you're in some random bar on this podcast, and all of a sudden your song gets played at the restaurant for everyone. Yeah, we had a really fun time. I think the thing that she liked more than any of that was that the pancakes at Chatter were really good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's Sounds like I something heard. Roxy would do. Okay, I heard her. She, she just yelled down from upstairs, true. <laughs> <laughs> now, tell her, careful what she wishes for, because we have done this before where we've had the spouse pop onto the podcast yeah. with us. Oh, so. Becca, they might want you to come make an appearance. <laughs> she is a feisty person to whom I'm related by marriage who, in the very classic sense, does not understand why I like this podcast and why I'm a little and and she doesn't like I'll play it in the car and she'll roll her eyes it's pretty classic you know so I mean to be honest I have been kind of the same way throughout our whole relationship I've Uh shaken my head so many times at him like so now I'm very selective what do you what you guys see Becca gang it was the longest breakfast you've ever taken me to This is awesome. Littles. <laughs> Hold on. Surprise guest. Howdy, everybody. How's it going? <laughs> okay. So introduce yourself. My name is Becca Wildsmith. I'm married to this guy. She's not <laughs> a loyal little. Yeah. I'm related to him by marriage, apparently. And that's it. Yeah. You know what's even better? Y'all, she has no idea what I'm about to say. This is totally true. She drives a Subaru. Stop it. Yes. I know what that means. I know what that. I do think I'm better than Tony Gordizer. <laughs> He seems like a really nice fella. You've met him. He, she was in the picture with Tony at Chatter. Oh, awesome. He's, he was a very sweet man. He was. I yeah. don't want to listen to his podcast <laughs> right. every time I get in the car. We carpool a lot. We live outside of Nashville, so we carpool together a lot because we're environmentally friendly because we think we're better than everybody. And drive uh-huh. Subaru owner. Classic Crazy. Subaru owner. And But yeah, you turn it on every single time we get in the car. <laughs> You say that like it's a bad thing, That though. sounds familiar to yeah. me. <laughs> we don't have a car. So <laughs> no. Roxy's lucky uh, in that. This, this is Chuck and Roxy. Oh. They're hey, the Chuck and the Roxy. Loyal podcast. So there's an. I've, I've heard a lot about your podcast over the last like 48 hours. Uh-huh. Wow. Uh-huh. Okay. It's well. true because did you talk to them about where you were this weekend? Not yeah, yet. The, yeah the, we haven't gotten to Jingle Trek yet. We're, we're getting we're there. To. We're getting there. Did you go with the him? Fact that no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's. Um, yeah. Let's uh let's take a quick break. Okay. We're gonna tease that. All right, because it's great. Okay. <laughs> we're due for a break. Don't go anywhere. Definitely don't go anywhere because this is very interesting. This is a podcast first for us, so we appreciate it. So exciting. Oh, Littles, good. we'll be right back with Meet the Littles. Dean in Damascus wants you to know that Chuck and Roxy add up to great fun on the Loyal Littles podcast at the WTFC Podcast Network. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles podcast. And we are lucky enough. Now, we have Tim Wildsmith. Extra lucky. Extra lucky. We have Tim (laughs) Wildsmith with us now. And his lovely wife is still here. We didn't scare her away or anything like that. You didn't. Not too bad, no. (laughs) Now, we were asking before we took the break. Now, we know Tim was at Jingle Trek. Mm -hmm. We know it as Jingle Fest, but they were calling it Jingle Jingle Trek. Jingle Trek, yeah. Now, you had nothing to do with that, right? Absolutely not. Nope. (laughs) I was extremely busy with very important things that had nothing to do with. I invited her. I said, hey, do you want to come with me? And she gave me that look. (laughs) She gave me that Subaru owner look. (laughs) I was trying to be environmentally friendly and not drive anywhere. So that's why I I didn't go. Now, but do you know what it's all about? I mean, 
Tim started to explain it to me, there was like a long, I mean, I kind of zoned out for a little bit, but it has something to do with <laughs> the, the people. people that write jingles, but they're also pe- like littles that like the show or some don't like the show or whatever, right? Like it was no, just kind of- they're all loyal. They're fans of the show who come and listen to people who write the original songs, the, all the different jingles that are played that are- There are enough people that listen to that podcast that know- <laughs> Yes. They had like an event that they had organized. Rebecca is so surprised that that hundreds of thousands of people, I'm sure, listen to this podcast on a regular basis. Absolutely. It's a little bit shocking. shocking. I I understand. She's probably like, and they come to Nashville. So it's this was the first time in Nashville. Yeah. So it was was uh, the first time they traveled. Yep. And it was like a it was like a rain out. Like well, yeah, because it was supposed to be planned it for two or three years ago. Well, it was was long awaited. Yes, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Long awaited. But you enjoyed the pancakes. You love the pancakes at Chatter. At Chatter. Those yes. were good pancakes. But they've closed Chatter, didn't they? Yes. They did. yes. Yes. yes, sweetie. Yeah. You kind of got me out there under false pretenses. <laughs> it was supposed to be this fun trip to D.C., and the next thing I know, I'm on a train out in the middle of nowhere to Friendship Heights. <laughs> she knows nice. the name. <laughs> Sounded nice. He, he did. He, you lured me with the fact that there was going to be breakfast and pancakes, but it was, it was a fun time. It was good pancakes. Well, when he told when he was telling the story, I knew that was happening. I was like, "Oh, he totally set her up for this. Yeah. Totally yeah. set her up. Yeah. She had no he idea she was going to hear a podcast." Into that situation. But you yep. did yeah. get to hear his music played. So that must have been kind of cool. Yeah. That's true. That's yeah. very true. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of fun, but we couldn't like make a lot of noise either. Like if you ate too loud or like you're you're clanking silverware, you felt like it was yeah. you know, you were interrupting. Interrupting. But it was so I was trying to eat my pancakes as soft, as quietly as quietly. possible. Quietly. <laughs> now, Tim, Jingle Fest. What was that? And you got to perform there too, right? Yeah, I did. I played a couple songs. So it was really Jerry and Joe and Steve kind of putting this together. Yeah. And they had like set lists planned. And it was like a lot of the great songs. But then like Tony Beeson got up and sang I Have a Piano, which was incredible. Like absolutely incredible. He is literally, shout out to Tony. He is the sweetest guy in the world, and he loves the Loyal Littles podcast. He he was telling everybody, "Hey, have you checked it out? You need to check it out." Like he yeah. he is so well, kind. and um, he also we were very excited. Roxy was, was very so excited. About excited. This. He also performed a what he, the turnaround jingle doesn't really exist anymore on the big show because of the lawyers involved and stuff. Yeah, Tony brought back the turnaround jingle. For Roxy me. told the story about about Tootie the Turtle within twenty four no, less than twenty four eight hours. hours. Eight, we went to bed. We woke up. There was a there jingle was a waiting jingle. for us. In our, about in our mailbox. my turtle <laughs> and he's yep. saying that at jingle trek yep today the turtle was was spoken of fondly roxy <laughs> you should know that at, at jingle trek um so that was exciting yeah for us. so yes definitely yeah. shout out to anthony beeson yes yeah, yeah. oh what a great guy yeah. so then oh, after man. after tony got up i had to follow that Oh. And I got up and I played my little sad version of the mailbag song. And then I played a song that I wrote that I submitted that never got played. It, you guys remember when when Tony was really frustrated with Cindy Boren because she had oh, mentioned yeah. his age in yeah. an article. So I wrote a song about Cindy that was set to the tune of Yesterday by the Beatles. Oh. And it was called 66. So the <laughs> yesterday was 66. And I sang about how old Cindy Boren was for a song. But right. it never got played on the show. But I sang that live. And the littles there at Jingle Trek seemed to enjoy that one. Wow. So it sounds like you had a good time. And now are you thinking of coming to D.C. for the summer? You know, they talked about, like, I think it's the, the last weekend of yeah, June, there's the next event, and I was like, oh, man, like, my <laughs> wife's still sitting here, and she just looked at me like, oh, like I, there's I, another I, one? We saw it. We saw the look. <laughs> she, Sounds like a great solo trip. I was trying to figure out how I was going to ask her if I could just sneak up to D.C. for a few days at the well, end of June. I think she should I come. Supported. We're going to try as best we can to be there. Yeah. Roxy will be there. So yeah. she is. 
We're okay. hoping. If she can have friends. If I, if I have a fellow commiserator that we're at something <laughs> to do with a, this. Oh, I got your back. <laughs> I got your back. <laughs> I think Roxy will be in the corner, like, just with their arms crossed. Like, oh, what are gosh. we doing here? <laughs> How did we get here? Where are the pancakes? Giving TK salutes to everybody. Well, and trust me, <laughs> and listen, obviously the bigger fan base is over in D.C. And they, I don't know what the turnout was like there, but I know the turnout in D.C. is always very it's good. It's always very and good. And there are other people like yourselves, ma'am. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say <laughs> like, we've had other people come on the podcast and say this, like, why am I here yeah. and all that stuff. So yeah. you won't That's be awesome. And totally here's the thing. There. Everyone is super welcoming. Yeah. So I know nothing. I don't listen Unless he is like, you have to hear this little segment. And so far through this podcast, people have been really receptive to me and welcoming to me. So I think it will be a fun time. That's my experience this weekend. Like I said to you guys earlier, like I got on the elevator to go to Jingle Track, like in the building. And I was like, what am I doing? Yeah. Like, I've never met any of these people before. I was a little bit nervous. And then I showed up and it was just everybody was really kind and welcoming and, and, and excited to be there together. We had a good time. Like it was, good. it was, I went the night before for like the hangout and then the night of the jingle track. So I was there two nights in a row hanging out with these folks and we just had a blast. It was yeah, great. It was a good time. All right. And she had a night to herself. So she was thrilled. I bet. No, <laughs> yeah, uh, Becca was home alone watching <laughs> the Gilmore girls. Oh, ah, I love it. There you go. Oh, I wasn't, but that's not abnormal to have done <laughs> okay, wait, on a I night have, by myself. I have to ask a fun dumb question right now. Yes. All right. Team Dean, Team Jess, or Team Logan? <sighs> Team Jess. Same. I love Jess. Same. Tim, what's happening? Yes, right? right? I have oh no idea gosh. what just happened, Chuck. What's happening right now? Whatever, you know, Milo, Milo, Milo? whatever the actor. Yeah. Milo Venomiglia? Venomiglia. Whoa. Yeah. Roxy, yeah. Rock, oh, the guy from This Is Us, yeah. the dad? Yes, the dad. Tim, what's Roy. happening here? <laughs> we just, this just turned into the new podcast uh-huh. that Becca and Roxy are going to have about the Gilmore girls. <laughs> well, we do have another podcast coming actually, yeah, out. It might already be out by the time this airs. <laughs> this would actually fit. We watch a lot of TV, like embarrassingly amount. I don't Wait. like to interject into conversations when people are like, have you seen this? And I'm uh-huh. like, because I have. I definitely have seen it. We've seen it all. Chuck has a legal pad. I have, I have, I have legal pads and every, to keep track. Every page is a new week. And sometimes <laughs> that week goes into two columns, sometimes three columns. What? We watch no, that's so a much lot TV. That's intense. I, di- I dig that. That's yeah. cool. You, you yeah. have apps. Tim has apps that he keeps track of, like what we watch, which is weird, but Ooh. a legal pad that you're doubling up. Well, that's, that's the Tony. Yeah. That's the Tony in me. That's well, good. I think both Chuck and I, we, I think we do better when we write things out versus just typing it into our phones. If I write it out, I'll have a better. Like, well, I'm interested in this app though of... because Chuck here does have an app called "Is My Show Canceled," right? And that There's keeps that. track of all my sh- show—not my personal shows—but it keeps me up to date immediately when I'll know stuff is canceled or if it's been renewed, stuff right. like that. Right. That's very uh, cool. Yeah. Are you guys like the write down things, like to do lists and planner people too, where you have to write it down versus the digital? Yeah. My planner, absolutely. Yeah. Yes, always, you're my I people. Need, I need you're a my people. Here, I just thought I tried old. to do digital once. It just did not work. No. I felt like at any moment I could just lose everything. And right. then what? What do you do? And you honestly, know? I could never figure out how to make each alert loud so I could hear uh, it. Oh right, right. Um, to make to remind yeah. you. To right. Rem- yeah, yep. I just I had a hard yep. time with getting that hooked up. So well, Roxy, I write it down. I like the direction you went because it is definitely time for the fun dumb questions because right. we're almost out of time here. Ooh. <laughs> I love it. This is taking a whole this turn that I was not. Around, this is why I sticking around because I love great. fun, dumb stuff. Yeah. Well, this we're the fun, <laughs> well, dumb podcast. Ready. All right. What do you got, With Roxy? the exception of one podcast that I know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, we wow. brought this up off air and you thought I could connect. Now, this will be interesting because we have both of you here. Chunky or smooth peanut butter? Definitely smooth. <laughs> yep, that's the right answer. Yeah, smooth is right. Smooth is right, and it's crunchy, I know. It's crunchy. I, I, all right, see, <laughs> but you, you're the same. That's important because we're different. I like crunchy. I like smooth. She likes smooth. Mm -hmm. That's the Really? Ooh, yeah. yeah. You've got two tubs of peanut butter yeah. at all times. I yeah. like it. Yeah. I like this. Well, and she brought it up. I can't remember who it was. We were interviewing someone, and they did get me to go to the dark side, as I call it, one time. Because we've had other people say, well, it depends what I'm using it on. Like yeah. if it's, yeah. Well, what about a spoon? What is it when it's just on the spoon? <laughs> oh, I like crunchy all the time. Pretty much. The only thing, what it was, was someone brought up Buckeye balls. Now, do you know what Buckeye balls are? Oh, yes. We know yeah. very well. Yeah. I can't imagine crunchy peanut butter in a Buckeye ball. Same. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's where that's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's the, the one time I'll off. give in and say, okay, yeah, smooth for sure. Mm -hmm. so. That's fair. All right. Yeah. So if you all could be a cartoon character for a week, who would it be? <laughs> cartoon character. A cartoon character. I would want to be Simba from The Lion King Ooh. going through with Timon and Pumbaa. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Good answer. I mean, I, I don't know. I guess I'd be Pumbaa or Timon just hanging out with you. That'd be yeah. Awesome. They kind of just ate stuff and lived life. Yeah, you know, that sounds bugs. good. Yeah, well, the one. Yeah. All right, Roxy, what's next? <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. What reality show do you think you would be the best on? <laughs> Well, Becca was almost a contestant on The Bachelor one time. Wait, so I'm sorry. Wait, I'm sorry. Hold on. Hold on. Bury the lead. This, is, this bury the lead moment has been brought to you by... I'm really glad that didn't work out for her so that I could butter. swoop back Me in. Me too. <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh, reality TV show. I would like to be on the Ninja Warrior one just okay. for the fall purposes, just so I could like fall in the water and be like, I didn't try at this. Right. And this was an exciting moment in my life. I could be on TV for a second, take uh -huh. a swim, be done. Right. Yeah. I always thought it would be great to live with seven other strangers in a house okay. in the real world. Oh, oh, real world. Real world. Ooh. Forgot about that one. Okay. Can we go back to The Bachelor for a second? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Like, what's that in about? In my younger, more ridiculous days, they were doing casting calls in Nashville yeah. and they were looking for people and I went to casting and then I got a call back and a call back and then they, and then they flew her to Los Angeles. Whoa. It was, so she... it was a really fascinating process and they really do all sorts of testing. They had like a- Are you allowed to talk about this? Did you sign like a non-disclosure agreement? No, there were no non-disclosure agreements or anything. Yeah, there were contracts. So about, far like, what you're saying is all things that's, it's been put out there. So I think Yeah, I think yeah. so. But yeah, they do like medical testing. They did psychological mm -hmm. testing. They had, I mean, and I was, wow. wasn't allowed to leave a hotel room for 48 hours or speak to anyone or they had paparazzi everywhere because apparently they have press waiting to figure out who the next people yeah, were. Right. I mean, this was back in the heyday. When, I mean, it's still yeah. heyday, I guess. It's still kind of yeah. a big yeah, show. Yeah, wild. It's but still going. Yeah. The longer I was there, the more nervous I got. And I was like, I don't think I could ever do that. I don't think I can yeah, do this. I don't think I can yeah. do this. And then I got home back to Nashville and I get a call from the casting director. And she said, I'm really sorry you weren't selected. They were. They had it narrowed down to 25 mm -hmm. and they were had to get to 20 or 30 into 25, whatever it was. Yeah. So I was like one of the five cut. Aww. And she's like, I'm so sorry. You just weren't really crazy enough to be on the show. <laughs> I was going to ask that. Yeah. yeah. And I was kind of like, that's maybe the biggest compliment I've ever been given. <laughs> I was relieved. I was relieved because I started getting really nervous. Sure. About yeah. Sure. Wow. All right. Wild. We have to, we have a new one. Okay. Oh, Ooh. yes. This comes from Dina in Damascus, her math class. And her math class came up with this question. If you could steal one animal from the zoo, what would it be? Oh, whoa. 
That's a good one. You know what I would do? I am deathly afraid of heights, and we have this one smoke detector in our house <laughs> that every time it chirps, it gives me, like, crazy trauma. So I would get a giraffe that knew how to change batteries in smoke detectors. I love that. That's a really good thing because that made me a nervous wreck. I think monkeys are kind of cool, and I <laughs> love bananas, and I think monkeys peel bananas in a different way than humans. If you Google it, you'll, like, see have this. Have you ever heard of a monkey video. named Reginald? Yes, we have. Oh, her. <laughs> she doesn't know. She, she doesn't, doesn't know who know. Reginald is. Has she seen our logo yet for the podcast? This is their logo. <laughs> <laughs> it's a monkey on a toilet. Giving Did the I TK like salute. Walk right into the monkey. I chose a monkey, and that's the. She had no idea. This Reginald. was not. <laughs> this was not planned. I don't even know the story behind that. <sighs> All right, and since because it's what you do, basically, if you could host Saturday Night Live, who would you want to introduce as your musical guest? Ooh, can I have two? Yes. Okay, it would be Coldplay or James Taylor because I'm basic and I like both of those. Excellent. I would probably, if I'm going to introduce anybody on SNL as my musical guest right now, (laughs) I'm probably going to pick Joe Arrow. Nice. I, I want to hear Joe singing songs. Becca has no idea who that is, is either. Is Joe from, from Jingle From Fest? Jingles, yeah. Oh, yeah, you talked about him. You like Joe. He's Aww. hilarious. Colonel Sanders? Tim has a bromance. No, Colonel Sanders was <laughs> Tony B. <Bisset. laughs> <laughs> Colonel Sanders and, and, yeah, anyway. All right. <laughs> so good. That's so great. You this two. off the rails, y'all. You've never had an episode like this. No, this no is ever. incredible. We, not like this, no. We've had, I think it was Michelle Miller came on yeah. and her husband joined us for like, Two three seconds. minutes, three yeah. minutes tops. So uh, he got the that he should have left. When yeah, you know, I should have left a little bit ago. Sorry. <laughs> oh no! No, no. Well, look, we've already explained to him we have a new segment now that we do called Five Mediocre Minutes, where we bring guests back. So we'll gladly bring Tim back sometime, and uh, we'll talk more about his music and everything. So this has been amazing. We had a blast. Thanks this for letting me crash your party. Totally oh, not what we were expecting whatsoever, and we love that when that happens. This <laughs> yes. is why Roxy and I do this, and this is why we want to meet the Littles. So before we go, we want to make sure we plug everything for you. Is there anything, either both of you, what do you have to plug? Tim, where can we find your music and all that stuff? You can search on anywhere you stream music or download music. You can go to uh, just look for Tim Wildsmith. It's all under my name. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Tim Wildsmith. Um, I also have a YouTube channel, that sort of thing. And then my wife, Becca, is an incredible – she's not just really good at jokes and driving a Subaru. <laughs> she is a really talented painter and graphic designer. So you can find her by searching Becca Wildsmith on social media. or She has a website she's as well. We both too. have websites. So you can find us. All right. So we'll make sure we put all that in the show notes for you, though, for sure. Awesome. Uh, so check out her stuff. I should have said, besides the Tony Kornheiser show, where can we hear your stuff, Tim? And as an homage to the big show, we'll get you out of here on this. All right. Over or under? It's definitely over for me. Do you know what we're talking about? I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Toilet paper. Over or under? Over or under what? Like, <laughs> over. oh, like, definitely over. Like, the role has to go well, over. Well, we're this, an over family. Yeah. This was, I was curious because I thought, oh, this could be funny if they. I was like, the over under on how many squares you use? I thought you were, like, <laughs> talking about the bet or something. I'm like, over under. she knows what? that. Yeah. Well, hello. Who was that? Was that Gary? Braun? Yeah. No. Or was it Kevin? One of the bigs that came on. He went even further and he went, 
and then I fold three times and right, something like right, that. Right, and right. I was just like, what are you talking? <laughs> no. I was like, oh man, it's why we do this. Oh, it's, yeah. it's why we do what we do. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. Man. Becca, this Tim, fun, this has been Thanks amazing. For let, me, let me crash. Absolutely. <laughs> you come back anytime you want. If you want your own interview, you just come on back. Yeah. We'll, we'll bring back on. She won't know any of the inside jokes or anything, but she'll just have a blast. <laughs> but she'll come and talk about Gilmore Girls yeah, with Roxy and Bachelor, here. So, right. And Bachelor, that. all that stuff. So <laughs> that's right. Thank you so much for the time. This has been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. All right, all you loyal littles, we'll be right back. Hey, this is Carol Conley. You're listening to the Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. Semper Fi, all you loyal littles. 66 Cindy Boren's age is 66 Let's tell the world and see how she likes it. That's Cindy Boring 66. Sweet revenge. Mr. Tony feels that sweet revenge. Every time the words flow from his lips. That's Cindy Boring 66. Why she had to know Tony's age She wouldn't say The I-team went to work Now we all know Cindy's age Welcome back to the Loyal Littles podcast. <laughs> We're still laughing. I mean, it's been a jingle-tastic day. It yeah. really has been. For Sully, now this. That, of course, was Tim Wildsmith, and that's the one he referred to in his interview just uh-huh. now. And he performed it live at Jingle Trek in Nashville. Mm-hmm. And how they never played that on the big show, I don't know. <laughs> he said they never played it. So I, I guess this is also the Loyal Littles podcast, where jingles go to die, and, <laughs> which is great. We'll, we'll do it. We'll play them. Um, but anyway, so thank you, Tim, again, and his wife, Becca, for coming on and that meeting so the little. So much fun. What a great time. I, I hope you could hear it in our voices how much fun we were having. And we're looking forward to meeting up with them because they're coming to the city. Yep. And, you know, obviously, yep. as I've referenced many times, my dad lives down in Nashville. So hopefully maybe next time we get down to Nashville, mm-hmm. we'll meet up and stuff yeah. like that. Go to that Irish restaurant, that yeah. Irish pub. Yeah. The pub. All right, Rox, are you ready for this? Maybe. You know, we thought about getting some help because we feel like we need some help, but we're going to give this a try. Now, we got a lot of really positive feedback about this whole, I don't know, we don't have a name for it. We kind of ended with saying stump the hosts. Yeah. We don't know. But Claire Natola came up with this great new game, I guess. I don't, Claire, we need a name for the game. I, stump the host is fine with me. I like stump the host. that's what they've been doing so far. So I think we're going to have to maybe get some help, but we're going to try one more of these today before we get out of here. All right, Roxy, you want to read the next? We're going to do this together, right? Yeah. All right, because we sucked at this last time. So here we go. (laughs) All right. Fingers crossed, Littles. Here we go. What's the worst thing you did as a kid? Spray-painted graffiti on an elementary school dugout. Scratched my name into a church pew during mass. Whoa. (laughs) Almost burned our house down. Don't play with fire. I almost did that as a kid. Oh, me too. The Littles' choices are Rob Berg, Tony Beeson, Karen Kaminsky. Okay, here we go again. All right, so read these one more time. All What's right. the worst thing you did as a kid? Spray painted graffiti on an elementary school dugout. 
scratched my name into a church pew during mass. With a knife? We don't know. We don't know. Okay. Almost burned our house down. Don't play with fire. Oh, come on. This is like not, this is hard. Okay, I might have a thought. I don't know what this is saying. I went right to Rob Berg for the church pew, but. <laughs> so interesting. I think he spray painted graffiti on okay. an elementary school dugout. I think Karen Kaminsky scratched her name in a church pew during oh. mass. And I think Tony Beeson almost burned their house down. All right. You know what I think? You know, I've been thinking about this over. I think if we really botch this up again, which we we are, at least I'm going to. You might be right. I have no that's not where I was going. Yeah. I would go spray paint, I think, Tony, Church Pew, Robert, and then burning the house down, Karen. Okay. That's where I was going. I think it could go either way. Okay, if we suck at the... All right, we're just going to get to it because I think what we're going to do is maybe, Littles, if you're interested, maybe we'll have a little come on the show and try this because, you know, if we get another email from Sully saying, oh, this is so easy. Right. You know, It's up, not easy, up. Sully. It's not easy. Okay, so... Maybe we could get a random little to come on and yeah, try to play the game fun. and we'll give a prize away. Yeah. More prizes. I've, we've got stuff in the closet. Actually, I think I still have some barbecue sauce mm. from Oz. So yeah. we might give one of those away. What's the, what's the shelf life on those, Oz? Let us know. Anyway. <laughs> All right. So you got... I got... Robberg, I got Tony Beeson. No, Robberg, Robert, Karen Kaminsky, as, and well, we Tony know Beeson. the name, but doing what? In that order, spray okay, painting right. the graffiti. All right, I'm opening <laughs> it. Scratching the name. The littles and have waited the long house. enough. The, waited, the littles have waited long enough. Here we go. I, it was a sealed envelope. I swear. All right. All right. What did you have again? Robberg spray painting graffiti. Karen scratching her name in the church pew. And Tony Beeson almost burning the house down. Did you cheat? You looked at this. No. Roxy, you nailed it. Really? You nailed it. Oh, yeah. Littles. I, are you sure? Yeah. And Very you opened good. the envelope. The envelope was sealed. Yeah, but it's one of those. Sealed you can, shut. Yeah, but it's one of those. That, I don't know how to those do those sticky tricks. ones where you can I like, don't know how to do the steam. It. I don't know how to <laughs> hold it up to a light. Oh, my God. Bra All right, here we go. That's for you, Roxy. Thank bravo, you. Bravo, bravo. All right, so we're not doing another one because we're just going <laughs> to stay. Quit while we're ahead. We're going to quit. Well, you're going to quit. I, I'm still, <laughs> I still suck at this. The church pew thing makes me laugh because when I was a kid and I would go to church, I would bring a coloring book because it was the only thing to keep me quiet. And I would sit on the pullout stools, the kneel, kneel, yeah. kneeling things. Sorry, I don't know what they're called. I would sit on that and, and color have the coloring book on the seat on, on the, the seat, pew right. the and I desk. could just imagine all the kids that would do that and how many of them would color on the pew and if they had a Can pencil we pause for a second though I mean etch it littles are you sitting here in your head like imagining how adorable Roxy was sitting on the little okay I thing. also it's to, like a little desk yeah I also to be honest would do that to partly hide because I always thought when the priest was talking I didn't realize that they were miked or that there were mics that, or their voices yeah. carry, just whatever. The See, acoustics are amazing. Day, they didn't have mics, but I could have sworn they were yelling at me, at <laughs> me, at little Roxy. And I was just sit there like, what did I do wrong? I don't know. And so I would also take that opportunity to hide. Well, congratulations. <laughs> We're not really keeping score, I don't think, Harry. I think that's two for you, though. I think that's two for me. I don't think I got the first day. Well, yeah. we agreed the first day. So yeah. we both got that one. Mm -hmm. You've gotten now, I think, two. two. Two full? Two full. Two by yourself, so three, technically. Whoa. And then we both botched the last botched one Botched the last but, one. Wow. All right. Good for you. 
All right, let's get out of here. Roxy, tell everyone how they can get in touch with us. You can email us at WTFCpodnet at gmail.com. We're also on Twitter at Loyal Littles Pod. We're also on Instagram at The Loyal Littles Podcast. And don't forget about our Facebook page, The Loyal Littles Podcast. And don't forget to head on over to Apple and iTunes and give us a nice rate and review over there. Thank you, Tim Wildsmith, again, and Becca for coming on to Meet the Littles today. And thank you, Ed Butt, Dina Damascus, and Carol Conley for our bumpers this episode. And don't forget, if you're out shopping online tonight and you happen to need, you know, grips for your hockey stick, baseball bat, golf clubs, you name it, they got it. Or if you're looking for fog-free eyewear, don't forget, people, to use our code LLPOD. Use it, people. Bye. The next thing I know, I'm on a train out in the middle of nowhere to Friendship Heights. Just feel
just yet So let's take the long way home Let's stay up till dawn Let's you and me sing The Loyal Littles Podcast is produced by the WTFC Podcast Network and edited by Louis B. Crocco. And the Loyal Littles Podcast logo is designed and drawn by Eric Lonergan. I am shocked. Shocked. Oh, yeah.